areas around Indonesia are indicated to have major earthquakes as also eruption of volcanoes. And all this could very easily result in upheaval in the oceans causing tsunamis. And tsunamis is bad news. Uh, last time when we had that tsunami in South India, over 250,000 people lost their lives in less than 10 minutes. So this is the phenomenon of natural disasters. And it is being said that it is quite possible that a meteor might strike and hit the Indian Ocean. It is it was being said that it is likely to hit the Atlantic Ocean as well. Any of it could happen. <coughs> and that could mean if it happens in Atlantic Ocean, the entire East Coast of United States, including the city of New York, uh, would be affected in a very, very destructive way. And we, the group of Agnihutris all over the world, even here in India, people who don't have the facility of communication by virtue of this uh, Zoom. Zoom in rural India, but they are also on top of this situation. And that is why for quite some time, Bhagwati Ji has given a discipline to all of us that not only morning, evening, Agni Hotra is a must, everyone in the family, but along with Agni Hotra to do Vishwa Shanti Yadnya. And there are four mantras that have been given if folks who are not doing it, they could learn those and Padmaji can help or uh, Padmod Bhava can help on the West Coast. Uh, as also, uh, you can communicate with Bhagwati Ji, that is Swarna, and she will teach you all. All this is already there. Sharda has already put all these yadnas on the, on the site. She has already given a link to all these yadnas. So these yadnas wherein, aside from Agnihutra, Kalika Mantra, secondly, the Kunjika Mantra, thirdly, Navavarana Mantra, and fourthly, Mahamrutyanjaya Mantra. Each one of these to be chanted and with offering into the fire, 108 times at least, each one of them. It doesn't take very long. But you will experience the difference instantly. And mind you, all, all the Agnihotris and their families are assured, assured complete protection. Not only that, the whole aim of our life. What is the aim of our life? 
Is Mitali there? Yes. Yes, yes, Guruji, I'm there. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes, yes, Guruji. See, this is one life that you have. You are a young student, young. Trying to make a career and learning as well. What do you think is your goal of life? Uh, my goal is to help as many people as I can. Okay. To spread happiness as much as I can. And how do you think you could do that? Anybody else? Sharda, what do you think is the goal of your life? Just to achieve whatever is ordained by Sadhguru Guruji. Previously, I thought I should not have another life. But now I, I figured there is always a better choice than that. So it is your grace. What is, what is your goal? Goal previously was to not have another Janma Guruji. Honestly, it's not helping oh, anybody or nothing like that. It's about Very helping well. myself yeah, yeah. first. Uh -huh. I asked this question to myself. And the answer that I got. This answer occurred to me. Oh, almost more than 50 years ago that I want to be one with Almighty God, completely one, inseparable forever. I may choose to come back into the humanity only to guide and teach the rest of the less fortunate people so that they can navigate their life and their goals to that one single goal and that is oneness with almighty god that is my goal and i'm humble to say that fortunately by grace of my beloved sadguru I have achieved that. So in other words, for all of you, this is an opportunity. Mithali, if you want to help the humanity, I think here we are giving you a recipe how you can help the entire humanity as also the entire universe. The Agnihutra that you do morning and evening not only helps you, but mm -hmm. also helps the environment and all the, all the people around you and in your life. Please understand, please understand what you are. Everybody loves themselves and they think that that you are this body with mass of flesh and bones and blood and life in it. And that is what you are. 
I'm coming to a very important subject now. Please understand and listen carefully. Is uh, Isaac there today? Yes, he is, Guruji. Isaac. Very good. Yes, Guruji, I'm here. Very good. So we have this physical body. And in this body, we are residing in it. How, where, I will explain you. There are five sheets or coverings or wrappers you may call. One is Anna Mai Kosha. Anna means food. The wrapping or the covering that caused by virtue of food that we eat and that nourishes our physical body. The next sheet underneath is Pranamayakosha. Prana means the very life force. That sheet is there. So we, there is Anna, Prana, then third is Manomayakosha. Another sheet that is made, created by your own mind. So one layer, second layer, third layer. We are coming to the fourth one. And that is called Jnanamayakosha. Jnana means knowledge. For example, you think you see with your eyes, but the eye is merely an instrument. And behind that instrument is also a junction, a seat of intellect, of optical intellect. That is with the sense of seeing. Likewise, we hear. And Besides the ears, which are the organs of hearing, there is also a center of auditory intellect. Same also on our body. If we have a mosquito bite, we know and how different it is from a pit brick. Instantly we know because this whole system has an intellect along with each and every organ as such. So we have Pranamaya Kosha, we have Annamaya Kosha, Pranamaya Kosha, Manomaya Kosha, Jnanamaya Kosha, and the fifth is called Anandamaya Kosha. Kosha means like a place or like a cocoon you may call. This ananda may, ananda means joy. And that is usually in the center of your heart. Heart means not the organ that pumps blood, but it is a heart chakra. And that is where our soul, which is the shape of a thumb, but it is not a, there is no shape to it. It is light. And this light is like a flame of the shape of a thumb. And it dwells in the center of your heart. And along with that, parallel to it, next side, is also where similar light exists within our Anandamaya Kosha or within our heart. And that light is of Almighty God. It is there. This Almighty God, that is always our, in our company, 
is merely a witness as to how each one of us, we are unfolding our life, how we are acting, reacting, participating, and all the exercises that we do with, with our intellect, with our mind, and with our body. It is just as a witness. Whereas the self that dwells there is the doer, is the creator, is the maker of whatever you make of yourself. And hence, it is each individual as a soul or as a jivatma, that is a proper word, that suffers the pains and pangs and fears and joys and anguish of life. These fears are always there because we love our body. But are you really the body? No. Let us let me give you an example which I have given many a times this example. Suppose we are having satsang and everybody is so happy because all happy faces are there and all the people that we love and care, they are all assembled together there. And there comes a young man by name Devadatta. He loves Guruji very much. He is very happy, excited and he when he comes, he brings basket full of fruits and a whole bunch of flowers. He's so excited, happy, singing, dancing, that suddenly he has, suffers a massive heart attack and he collapses. <coughs> now what happens? That body is lying there and should somebody ask me, who is that? What happened? Someone would say, oh, that is Devadatta. He just died. Now look at yourself and look at this Devadatta. You have all the attributes that you can function. You can see, you can hear, you can talk, you can listen, you can respond, you can walk. Whereas, if you call Devadatta, he cannot respond. He is motionless. He does have eyes. He does have ears. He does have hands and feet. But he is motionless. What is the difference now? What is it that you have that makes you function and what is it that Devadatta does not have that makes him motion, motionless? Or why we call that he is dead? Think. So what happened here? It is the life force. Or you can call it prana. Prana means the life force. That was there with Devadatta. And is, it has left Devadatta. This life force or the source of the force or the power which provides energy to the entire body comes from the self, the soul, which is the light, like the shape of a thumb. 
So that is the source of energy to the entire body. And when that force leaves the body, the body is motionless. So who do you love? Do you love that dead body that you are as a living one? And if someone were to ask, who died? What would you say? I'm sure Padmaji would say, oh, Devadatta died. When did he die? He died about 10 minutes ago. We talk about Devadatta in past tense. He was there, he is no more here now. Understand? So this body as such that you love, what is it that you love? How well placed is your love? Likewise, when you love your sweetheart, people grow a goatee to please the sweetheart or to tease the sweetheart. I'm sure both of them enjoy this. Otherwise, one they wouldn't tolerate each other. <laughs> Parallel? Yes, Guruji. I can see you smile. Yes, Guruji, yes. <laughs> so, again, coming back to the point, I'm coming back to the point that you and your body, what are you? You are that pranic force, that soul, or Atma Tattva, that is the right word for it. Atma Tattva. This Atma Tattva, or the soul, is the main cause of human existence. <coughs> <coughs> and it is by virtue of your ignorance that you begin to love, or you love, the physical body, not knowing what you essentially are. And I want to bring you to that realization today. So again, coming back to this physical body and the Atma Tattva or the soul, when we talk about the body, this physical body is one body. In a sense, we, uh, we have four different levels of existence or levels of body. Physical body is one. Second is a subtle body or sukshma sharira. Padmaji, samjaya? Yes, Guruji. Haan, Guruji. Sukshma sharira, that is subtle body. Third is the causal body. It is this body that takes birth and goes through the expanse of life, of all the experiences, good, bad, or otherwise, whatever it might be, and suffers or enjoys. So, stula, it is the physical body. Second, sukshma, or the subtle body. Third, is a causal body or karana sharira. Understand, Sumana? Karana sharira. And the fourth is 
इट इज कॉल्ड महाकारण शरीर महाकारण शरीर मीनिंग इट इज द कॉस्मिक बॉडी दैट यू हैव ना व्हेन वी कम्युनिकेट विथ वन अनदर वी टॉक वी अटर वर्ड्स वी यूज साउंड एंड लैंग्वेज सो दैट the other person can hear me as you are able to hear in different parts of the world and i can communicate with you this spoken word where i use my tongue lips teeth and so forth to utter words and use sound to pronounce words so that i can exchange uh, ideas so this spoken word is one level of speech there is a second level it is called madhyama first is vaikhari okay sumana second yes, is second is madhyama madhyama is when there is no sound i may move my lips you can see me talking but you can't hear me at all <laughs> understand but when i keep on talking like this even without moving my lips and my tongue is at rest not usually when you uh, normally if you have realized your tongue is usually touching your palate it is not resting in the base of your mouth <coughs> but yet the words are forming in your mind this is a higher level of the second level of speech that is madhyama which becomes upanishad upanishad level i'll bring together why these levels are so important and third is i don't use sound i don't move my lips or anything just by my mental power i keep talking i keep chanting i keep chanting the maha mantra that i have received as also some of you who have received a personal maha mantra and you have to chant that all the time all the time this third level so first is vaikari second is madhyama third is pashanti and fourth is para para when it is merely just the projection of thought which takes form as words or mantra and idea these four levels of speech effect or affect these four levels of our physical being stool sharir or the physical body which is affected by the vaikari or the the way i speak and we all talk and understand the subtle body or the sukshma sharir is very much impacted by the madhyama level of speech and this madhyama level of speech when it becomes automatic then it becomes upaushu japa japa means chanting so when you start chanting this in upanishad 
the second level of physical being, that is the sukshma sharir or the subtle body, is purified. When you move to the para, pashanti, then your causal body, causal body or the karana sharira, understand the jivatma state. So this gets impacted. And finally, in the para state, when it is merely the projection of your thought where the mantra and the power behind that is constantly being projected. It is like a beam of energy, a beam of light constantly going out and purifying your cosmic body. <coughs> so all these four bodies have to be purified. <coughs> purified of what? Understand. Someone had asked me a question. What happens when accidentally I may kill a gnat or an ant or any small creature? And that is also life. So is it as bad as I committing a murder? Please understand this. Life lives on life. Every life form goes through a process of evolution. Every living force goes through a process of evolution. And according to the Vedic knowledge, there are 8.4 million species of living beings. And all these living beings, they evolve from one small uh, life form to the next, to the next, to the next. Eventually, you might become a monkey or a chimp or an orangutan or, and then become a human being. And in even becoming a human being, it is only then that you can chant mantra, you can speak, you can think you can have choices because you have been given the power of discretion. It is called Viveka. Understand? Viveka. The power of judgment to decide what is right, what is not right. Or making choices of what you like and dislike. Or whatever you want to choose. <coughs> Whereas the other life forms, they exist and they exist by virtue of instinct. It is only human beings we live. Instinct is one part, but we live more by our will, by our mind, by the choices that we make, these choices are made by the mind. And where do these choices come? Why is it that Sham loves those rasgullas from Gauhati? 
you remember that krishna so he loves that rasgulla from gauhati to the point that he brings some with him into united states and shares with some of his friends as well so what i'm trying to bring your attention to is you have created infinite choices of likes and less than likable or dislikes so these are choices that you have and these choices are based on all the collective impressions on your sukshma sharira sukshma that is the subtle body this subtle body holds the memory of all your past life impressions your likes dislikes you whether you love someone or you hate someone and these likes and dislikes are in essence all attachments understand that whether you like a rasgulla from gohati that is better than the rasgulla that you get from in dallas i think you can get equally good rasgulla even in in uh, san antonio or in california what do you think padma ji can you get good rasgulla in california Maybe. i'm sure you can yeah <laughs> so but parallel loves the rasgulla from uh, gauhati so these choices that we have achieved or accrued are all from work by virtue of your past impressions memories they are in the form of memory embedded memory in your sukshma sharira likewise in your causal body that is the karana sharira holds the entire x-ray of all your lives and the karma or the actions that you have done or the omissions of actions also all these are there and they dictate our choices they dictate our thinking they dictate how we wish and they dictate also our attachments the root cause of all human suffering understand this very careful very subtle but you will have to learn to think and meditate and to understand and apply this and use it so <coughs> similarly when you go to the fourth level of speech that is the para where you are just projecting your thought as the mantra the mantra is the thought and that thought itself is the power is itself the beam of energy beam of light of that energy of the mantra that you are chanting which purifies your cosmic body and you become merely a witness of this cosmic body <coughs> not only that you are merely a witness of the entire cosmos as such so you have separated yourself from the physical body understand what is happening here you the love that you had before that no sooner there is a mosquito bite on you immediately slap your hand because 
the mosquitoes just stung you. But the same thing in that forceful state, you become a witness of your own self. You become a witness of the entire self and the entire creation, all creation. You are merely a witness. And thus, you have separated yourself unknowingly. You have separated yourself from the creation. Padmodbhava, do you understand? Yes, Guruji. This separation, Prakruti se pare ho jao. Prakruti yes, ke sakshi ho jao. Prakruti ke drashta ho jao. To aap khud apne aap ke bhi drashta hote hai. You are a witness of your own self as well. And you have separated yourself from the entire creation and the laws of creation. This entire creation, the laws of creation, every action has a reaction. So this theory of karma comes from there. Likewise, if you have likes, you also have dislikes. And you, even if you have dislikes, that is an attachment to dislike or an attachment to that you like. There is a wonderful verse by Santa Kabir. I'll quote that and I'll explain that. <coughs> he speaks in Hindi. I'm sorry about my coughing. Uh, he speaks in Hindi. He says, in this marketplace or this bazaar of all people, Kabira Khada Bazaar Me. Padmaji, Kabira Khada Bazaar Me. Sabki Mange Khair. I'll explain you the meaning of all this. Sabki Mange Khair. In the first line, he says, Kabir is standing in this marketplace or this world as a witness and praying to Almighty God that may all be well and happy. That is the first line. Second line, he says, Kabira khada bazar me sabke mange khair na kahu se dosti in other words, there is no one that is very dear to me. There is no one that is very dear to me. As such, there is none that I do not like. So I am not attached to anyone, nor am I detached from anyone, or I hate anyone. I mean well. So he is totally independent he is totally as a witness he is prakruti se pare ho gaye padmod bhava yes guruji this, i understand guruji this has to happen because for you to move into the realm 
of the supreme truth you have to let go of all this all the four four levels of our physical existence <laughs> and our self that is the soul or atma tattva the soul is something is is a crown of the supreme truth that means as that supreme truth is if it looks into the mirror the image in the mirror is exactly what the subject is and this image is what we are we are made in the image of almighty god that is what jesus christ also says even the vedic principles vedanta also says tvam tatvam asi you remember in ganesh yaga the first mantra tvam tatvam asi the first mantra that you are that and the vedanta also says to all of us human beings you are that padma ji yes guru ji sanjana yes guru ji so this state dekhiye see understand this state this state has come not by virtue of the love of the physical body and all the bundle of likes and dislikes that we have achieved and accrued and we carry that baggage till the end of our life dekho why i am explaining this is so so many of you are so fortunate that you have received a personal mantra and this personal mantra is none other than the potent word that you can call almighty god on your personal direct connection direct line how efficiently you use it is all up to you i am alluding that all of you must be meditating must be constantly chanting that maha mantra and must be disciplined my dear friends that is the very bedrock of your spiritual existence friends that do not have a personal mantra they can always chant pranav pranav meaning the primordial sound that is om oh 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 you can start from your navel it should resound from your navel all the way up into your head and you'll become good at as the time goes by but this mantra is so powerful my friends so powerful that it can transform you completely take you from this physical state of being into the im impersonal or as a witness and separate you yourself from the creation and the laws of creation laws of creation anything that came to be will cease to be that means anything that was born will have to die but 
utmost humbly with utmost humility and complete faith and sincerity begging to be accepted as a disciple it is up to the teacher or the guru he will put you to test you may not be a qualified aspirant but he can give you some disciplines and prepare you so that you are eligible that is possible but the efforts efforts are all on each seeker's part each and every individual and they have to make that effort just receiving a mantra from sadguru and his blessings does not mean that you got a visa to heaven aise nahi hota you have to practice discipline that is why that discipline word i keep on hammering and last time also i said if you spell discipline it is only through that discipline 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 that a disciple comes to be disciple is within the discipline as the word also dekho aap <laughs> how much time do i have padma ji um we started about in um close to 45 minutes ago guru ji oh, okay so at least i have come to one junction here today and hence i am prevailing on all of you that you have such an opportune time this time that we are going through presently where you do both the agnihotra these vishwa kalyan yajna and meditate keep chanting your mahamantra or the omkar om as well and with your tenacious effort you will soon see a difference you will soon realize what it is understand mitali this is mitali i am looking at am i correct i don't know guruji if i am visible in on your screen but yes guruji i understood i think i am looking at mitali that so bhagwati ji is bhagwat krishna one second yes bhagwati ji is counseling me that there is another mantra that swami has given me and instructed me that i can give that freely and i don't want to give that freely because i cannot qualify anyone yet that you are worthy to receive it but i will give you that mantra when you come to that point deserving state you know if you are in the kg class and want to uh, join the 11th grade class you cannot do that until you pass the 10th grade so there are stages similarly here we want to promote you we want to bring that revolution within you we want to bring you to that point of perfection as almighty god is perfect so also you have to be perfect and for that discipline and for that regular practices is a must and this is what is tapa or tapascharya 
understand isaac yes guruji very good so uh, i think i will stop here and i'm open to questions padma ji yes thank you guruji um okay. guruji ramacharaka from austin has a question who ramacharaka from okay. austin okay he has a question go ahead question please hi guruji how are you i'm quite well bolo uh the question would be so i have been made i have made a point to surrender my ego to the absolute will and grace of the divinity within me and i was looking into mantras and this one particular mantra really stuck it resonated and i i learned it in a day but i didn't know what it meant and then when i went to look at it it was precisely that it was a mantra surrendering yourself to your higher self or or you you know your is that is that one way to receive like i have recited that mantra and i feel difference in a you know in a positive way in a positive change is is that a way to receive a mantra no got it <coughs> in the absence of see receiving a mantra is receiving initiation and what the sadguru does he takes a look at all your past lives and where you are in this present situation and how quickly uh, you could evolve and what is the best shakti mantra that will help you so, so he chooses that and he gives that mantra to each disciple it may be different from person to person but talking in such a satsang and you receiving a mantra is not the way it is okay. on a one on one basis understand okay yes sir but, but as i said about om you can take that and start that and until when i come and meet uh, when i come to austin yes sir we will take a look at it okay okay yes sir very, so very good very good now can i ask you one last question with that should i yes. should i stop doing the mantra yeah okay thank you guruji i appreciate it thank you very much okay guruji gautam has questions gautam go ahead yes go thank you namaste guruji namaste so much uh two questions guruji uh a couple of people have asked me in terms of the time band in which to perform agnihotra there are times in which the wind may blow and the fire may be late and so i was asked uh how if it's outside the exact window what is the window in which it's acceptable to make the offering i'm glad you asked listen carefully suppose today evening agnihotra was at 6 minutes 55 seconds i'm sorry 6 o'clock 55 minutes and 30 seconds okay suppose today's agnihotra evening agnihotra was 
at six o'clock in the evening, 30 minutes, 55 minutes and 30 seconds. So you have plus one minute or minus one minute. So you have a spread of two minutes. You follow? You can do sooner by one minute or you can be late by one minute. And yet it is still Agnihutra. Do I answer your question? Yes. Thank you, Guruji. Okay. Yes. And may I ask one more question? And because it is windy, you know, what normally, what I would do, what I did was I used a tin, a tin sheet and made it into you and put it in front of the Agnihutra Patra, thereby blocking uh, air from three sides. And in the front, I'm sitting there. So there is absolute complete protection. That's mm -hmm. what I did. Thank you. Okay. Very. What is the other question? Uh, it related to Swami Samarth. You had, okay. you had shared with us that he did not have a mother and a father and that he had... That is correct. And he just came, appeared from the earth. I had a question in terms of who is Swami Samarth's Sadhguru? Okay. Swami Samartha is a physical manifestation of Almighty God. Understand? Mm. So there was a, there is a little village called Cheli near Hastinapur, near Delhi. And there was a boy. This is in some 12th, 13th, 12th or 11th century. And this boy was playing in his backyard and behind there, there was a little idol, Ganesh idol there and he would imagine to himself that I'm playing with the Lord Ganesha. So he would take his turn and then he would look at Ganesha and turn around and say, now it is Ganesha's turn and he will play Ganesha's turn. Then again come this side and now then he will take his turn. So like that, he used to play with him. He's a little boy. And Swami Samartha appeared from the earth. He came from the earth as a little boy, some seven-year-old, eight-year-old boy, and became his playing partner and played with that boy. Thereafter, he toured the entire India in, in, into the Himalayas, and there is a huge history. <coughs> traveled, uh, teaching people. And there came a time when he went into meditation in South India, uh, near Krishna River, in a wood jungle called Kardali Bana. Bana means jungle. And there he was in meditation for over 350 years, until a woodcutter dropped his axe on an anthill and in that anthill Swamiji was sitting there in meditation. The ants built an anthill around him and from that anthill blood started coming out and there rose this yogi from that anthill 
and the woodcutter was shocked and scared, begging for pardon. But it was just, he said to him, no, 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 don't feel sorry. It was a signal to me that my time has come when I should start my work. And he again went on his business. So that is the short story about Swami. And Swami is the one who is constantly guiding me, talking to me all the time, always. Yes. Okay. Thank Next. Alicia from Houston has a question. Who? Alicia from Houston. She has two questions. Okay. Alicia, go ahead. Hello, thank you. Hello, Guruji. I have two hello, questions hello. about. Hello. Yeah. I have two questions about Agnihotra practice. And uh -huh. um, as I've continued to practice and attempting to share practice with new people, um, two things. First, for people who are concerned about the smoke and inhaling the smoke and it being bad for them, um, what would you advise on that? Inhale that smoke. That smoke will cure you. Understand? It will not hurt you. You okay. can get this in, uh, talk to, uh, you now, you, you are in Dallas, I you say? Houston. You are in Houston, okay, okay. We have one lady there, Usha, Padmaji. You yes, can give her uh, Usha's phone number and she might help her. Yes, Guruji. But that smoke is, does not harm. To the contrary, it purifies the entire environment. Follow? Yes, thank you. If, if your hands are dirty, you can wash them with soap and water. But when your mind is dirty, when your thoughts are unclean, when your habits are not right, how do you clear yourself? How do you clean yourself? There is no other way how you can purify your intellect as well, other than Agni Uttara. Understand? Yes. Wonderful. Very good. Um, you can, you can get to know these people, okay, Alicia? Uh, get to know all these people who are participants and uh, Padmaji, for example, who's the coordinator here, <coughs> she will explain you more in detail. You can ask anyone, anyone. They'll all tell you. Okay? Okay, thank you. Okay. That brings up one more question about the smoke for me, if you don't mind. Um, is there a difference between when the smoke is black versus when it is white in reference to how good it is for us? It is black because you're using too much of ghee and there okay. is not enough flame. Generally, okay. after offering the offering into the fire, it turns into white smoke. And that is totally charged mind you the even the ash that remains in the after the agnihotra that ash is so powerful that it can cure cancer disease like cancer 
forget small small little things i have i know personally at least 10 to 12 people who i have cured from cancer follow thank you thank okay. you okay and so that was the question that came up while you were um explaining but i had one more question if we have time okay what I is it um when it comes to um speaking the mantra during the practice as i share with people i try to help them understand the frequency the vibration the importance of speaking the mantra um properly because i've seen th seen other people speak about sanskrit and the vibration that it has for you um and if we don't speak it properly there's a possibility that we could be doing ourselves harm do you believe that it is important okay, for okay. me to help now there is some merit that you should chant make an effort to chant it correctly okay but when you let me say do you have a child yes you do have a child and what is her name sebastian huh sebastian sebastian so it's a boy okay now this sebastian calls you mom right yes but when he started talking did he call you mom very clearly easily he probably said mama mama something or babble correct 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 now this sebastian boy does not know how to call your mom did you smack him because he didn't call your name right of course not why because I love and I want to be patient and help him very good learn. very good now this is the crux of it so when you also chant the name you are remembering almighty god and you should remember him with all your love and give all the attention and with utmost humility and surrender you should remember him so will he ever smack you because you did not you made a mistake in calling his name no guruji yeah so similarly this sebastian when he was little uh, he babbled mom 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 something like that and later on started calling you mom correct yes Correct. He acquired that. He learned that. Same applies to you too, my dear. God does not punish anyone. Human being punish themselves the best. Correct. Okay. okay. Yes. Thank you so much, Guruji. Yeah, welcome. Next, Padmaji. Guruji, Madhu Borkar has a question. Madhuji. Ah, what is it, Madhu? Ah, uh, yes, Guruji. Namaste, Guruji. I have a question about the donation or dan. So you told us that uh, when you uh, donate, the receiver should be worthy of it. Uh, my right. question is, when we do the blood donation, we don't know where, whom, whom it will be receiving. So is it worth? Why do you ask a hypothetical question? No, I, I'm. Uh, if I'm doing blood donation, is it worthy donation? Ask yourself the question. If you feel yes, go ahead. 
Okay. Because these hypothetical questions, understand? Hypothetical questions, there is a, only a hypothetical answer. In the same question, if you want to donate your left eye, but what suppose if I change my mind and I give, want to donate right eye, will there be any harm? What kind of a question could that be? These are hypothetical questions. You know, these are not questions of sincere, serious, serious uh, spiritual search. I want to see that serious spiritual search from want of meditation, from want of sadhana. You come up with difficulties or you come up with certain realization and you want to confirm that. That is a worthwhile question. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. Next. Guruji, Padmodbhava has a question. Yes, Padma. Namaste, Guruji. Namaste. So I have two questions. One, um, long time ago, I uh, came across an example where they say that the Atma and Paramatma are like two birds sitting on a tree and the one bird is eating the fruit while the other bird is merely a witness of it. So is that what you implied in your uh, yes, 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 correct. Yes. That in the Anand my uh, one side is your own Jivatma state as Jyoti Prakash, hmm. whereas on the other side is the Paramatma's Prakash or Almighty God, His light is there, hmm. and He is merely the uh, onlooker or the witness of what the Jivatma or the uh, living being is going through or enduring through the sufferings or experiences of life. Correct. Hmm. So it is up to the second bird, which is eating the fruit or, uh, you know, and enjoying. It is up to that fruit or uh, uh, that bird to choose its experiences in life or not to, and you know, uh, understand its own divinity. Is that no. right? No, 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 no. no. It is to the Jivatma, the bird that is eating or experiencing hmm. life. Hmm. It is up to that bird yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to evolve. To evolve and do disciplines, do tapasharana. Yes, Guruji. Do Agnihutra hmm. and all that. And evolve and go beyond the limitations of the four bodies. Thula Sharir, Sukshma Sharir, Karan Sharir, Mahakaran Sharir, and Prakruti Se Pruthak Hojao, Alag Hojao. Yes. Understand? Yes, Guruji. It is that Jivatma, when he becomes free of Prakruti, free of nature, he is becoming one with the Supreme. Okay, Guruji. Follow? Yes, Guruji. Very good. One more question, Guruji, if there is time. Okay, bolo, bolo. So, uh, when we are on the spiritual path, we get experiences within ourselves or outside. And today you were talking about asakti. So, are all these experiences asakti as well? No, experiences are each one's unique. Hmm. 
and experiences are realizations mm. and from this realization you have to understand and elicit mm. the meaning of it according to your own viveka mm. and again and again keep refining that until you finally realize the supreme truth okay guruji follow yeah okay Thank so you, experiences are not attachments. Oh, experiences are realizations. Mm. Attachments is having it and not having it makes a difference. Hmm. Hello, Kabir. So Kabir does not have anyone that he does not like, nor does he have anyone that he loves most. So he's indifferent to both the situations. Hmm. So attachment or no attachment, he is indifferent. Same indifference we hmm. have to acquire. Follow? Yes, Guruji. Because sometimes during sadhana, there are that you don't experience anything. There comes a state of void, and if we are craving for experiences or for something to happen, that means we are attached to that. Uh, yes, to very correct. Okay. Very correct. So the only way to get uh, free yourself from that is do further practice hmm. and free yourself from that expectation of uh, experience. Okay, Guruji. Okay. Okay, Guruji. That's an easy one. <laughs> yes, Guruji. <laughs> okay. Atmaji, anyone? Yes, Guruji. Bianca has a question. Bianca, go ahead. Hi, yes, yes. Yes, yes Bianca, um, Austin, yes. Yes, you remember. Thank you. Um, I just feel fortunate to be alive during this turbulent time, actually. You know, I, I've been, uh, we've been giving the mantras, doing Agnihotra on a regular uh -huh. basis. So what, I feel like there's some huge significance of just being alive right now, you know, than any other time. What's the significance of being alive? Is there like the end, not the end, but the outcome is even going to be better when all this is over? Uh, uh, help me. Uh, Padmaji, what is she trying to say? Um, she's saying, as we are living through these difficult times, once this is over, um, is the point of being alive during this time that it's going to be much better and much different? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. You are being one of the soldiers in the army of saviors. You follow? Yes. Yes. There is a responsibility on some people who have been chosen. And those people that are doing Agniyahutra are the ones that have been chosen. So when you do Agniyahutra, you are doing tremendous good for the whole humanity. Understand? I do. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, I feel good. Very good. Very good. Sharda okay. has Sharda has a couple of Sharda has a couple of questions. Sharda, okay. go ahead. Namaste, Guruji. Namaste, uh, bolo. So, Guruji, you spoke about the Vaikari Madhyama Parapashanti. Uh, so, you said that these speeches actually they cleanse. So, I can you throw a little bit light on what's the order? Yeah, yeah. And we'll, Say it again. 
So, Guruji, you spoke about the four uh, speeches, Devanta. right, Guruji? Para, Pashanti, Madhyama, Vaikari. So, is there any order that the, these speeches will be cleansed with our practices? In the same order as I told you, from the Vaikari, then to the Madhyama, then the Pashanti, and then Para, in that order. Okay. Um, and Guruji, I read somewhere, I read somewhere that the uh, general physical health also is, uh, will be given, I mean, the Roga actually, Roga is a byproduct of a mental state. So it is also one of the reasons of the attachments that we have towards this uh, world or things. Is that true? And getting rid of these attachments gives good health? So that can surely give you ill health. Attachments can give you uh, bad health. But all that is in your sukshma sharira. So for that, sadhana is must. Okay. Okay? That's all, Guruji. Thank you. Okay. Is there anybody else? Does anybody else have any questions for Guruji? Okay, let Guruji, us call I don't it. think. Yes, Guruji. Haryom, Haryom, my dear Bhargav. I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Haryom, Yadnyadan, Tapakarma, Swadhyaya, Nirato, Bhaveta, Esh, Evahi. Namaste, namaste all of you.